Hello. Nice to see you again. Mm -hmm. you put some clothes on. The Hollowells. Wasn't that fun? Hello, Patreons. We're so excited to bring you this episode. My name's Sean, the Ultimate Charm newbie. <laughs> I know you're almost you're almost forgetting now. It's so few, many left, you know. <laughs> but it's me. I'm Kevin, <laughs> the Ultimate Charm expert. So we decided to do this episode, Morality Bites, because not only is it one of Kevin's favorites, but it's also our new Patreon, Aaron's, one of his favorites. So what better episode to do? Yes, and my favorite episode of the entire series. Oh, of the entire series? It's my favorite episode know. of all. Yeah. Oh. So what is it about <laughs> this episode? So why is it why is it my favorite episode? Yes, um, <laughs> uh, it is because <sighs> it's so beautiful. And this episode is about the sisters as women and witches, and really targets them as a unit. And it was the focuses on them, and then the because while there are other like a lot of people's loves, all hell breaks loose, loose too is a big one. And while that's really great, that's more about the world outside of themselves. Whereas this is just like them learning important lessons about what it means to be both be sisters and witches, and what's worth it. And I think that's just it's just the heart of the show is all in this episode. <laughs> yeah, I definitely rewatching this after you know only watching it once, like what two three years ago um it made me remember that the show was very character driven i think by season eight i'm gonna say i think it's kind of lost a little bit of like the extreme things that made the sisters the sisters that i noticed in this episode <laughs> yeah yeah and you know the dynamic definitely shifted too with Paige because you know it's whereas like in the old way, you, you know, Prue was like the leader and the one that everyone looked up to, and they had they definitely had those distinct characteristics. Whereas when Paige came, they were more of a equal playing field. Mm -hmm. So I guess that's part of it too. Yeah, that's true. Well, what we'll do next is we'll go through the episode, we'll talk about it, and then I'm gonna give Kevin a quiz, which it says which charmed character are you, but it's really which charmed sister are you? I don't know why they said character when you can only be one of the four sisters. Right, because when I made my quizzes, I had which charmed character are you? I had lots of them besides the sisters. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> was uh, was Drake Damone one of the options? No, because I think I made it be no, because season seven was on. Jeanette have Drake Damone up as one of the options options i should have because yeah season eight was done when i made the quiz hmm i should have had him in there why didn't i have him in there now i'm mad of course know, it's going to be disappeared i'm gonna <laughs> find somebody who put drake in their quiz and i'm gonna do the show with them <laughs> <laughs> but when i made my avatar quiz i had all the characters but i also made you know i i was telling you i made which charmed season are you which charmed magical item are you Lots. Yeah, you were very busy with your little <laughs> charm. I mean, I guess you still are, just in a different way. <laughs> right, yeah. It's always morphing and evolutionizing. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get into this. So, Morality Bites, which aired October 7th, 1999, written by Chris Levinson and Zach Estrin. <laughs> I saw that name. It was like, Estrogen. <laughs> Directed by John Baring. Baring? Baring? Yeah, bearing. Yeah, either one. At the manor. Enter Piper with huge bags of groceries. Prue and Phoebe get mad for Piper because she stepped in doggy do from the same dog that keeps pooing in their driveway. The sisters hear a dog bark and they all run to the window. They watch as the dog poos on their driveway. Phoebe suggests using magic to stop the dog. Prue tells Phoebe it's irresponsible. 
Phoebe opens the window, Piper freezes the man and dog, and Prue pushes the man into the poo. The man looks at the house, and the sisters hide. Phoebe lays down to watch Justice Today and has a premonition of herself being burned alive. I always love this, though. It's like, what did you buy? Judy, we were out of that. No, I stepped in it again. That man has turned our front walk into a puppy minefield. I can, I can, I can memorize this whole episode. So. <laughs> um. I know, you didn't even watch it in preparation. You're just going off memory. <laughs> yes. This is, I know this episode so well. Um, yeah, it's always stuck out to me. But anyway. Uh. <laughs> I think re-watching this i also just missed like personal gain we haven't seen personal gain in so long like being concerned with personal gain mm-hmm. and the and this episode is the like the ultimate episode about personal gain and what it actually means and this is where they are supposed to really learn that lesson and then they ignore it completely later <laughs> i know <laughs> which is sad you know so but yeah she gets a premonition. And what's interesting about this premonition is she wasn't touching anything. Oh, it just that's came true. This is the first time this ever happened. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Apparently the elders gave it to her, but whatever. I don't care about that part. <laughs> I know. Back when like I didn't know who the elders were yet. And I was like, they're so mysterioso. <laughs> right. We haven't seen any elders. It was just like, it's there. It's Leo's bosses, whoever they may be. We don't know their full dick dummy debt yet. <laughs> you said dick. <laughs> I did. The dick dummy. No. Piper wonders how watching a baseball star on TV would trigger this premonition. Phoebe says she could feel the flames on the side of her face. <laughs> <laughs> I hated her so much. Uh, <laughs> the doorbell rings. It's Leo. As Piper and Leo talk, Leo gets a jingle jingle. He orbs out as they're kissing. I hate when he does that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, he couldn't even, like, tongue her a little bit more. He orbed out in the middle of it. <laughs> yeah, that's, and that's, like, something he did during Love Hurts, too. It's, like, so she's, like, becoming a, a trend. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's fun recording with you right now, Kevin, and just so our Patreons know, because our, like, connection's a little wonky, so sometimes when you're reading, you look like an old, like, Japanese movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because the, the, the sound doesn't match the voice? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Leo orbs into the attic and starts magically going through the Book of Shadows. He heard the sisters coming and orbs out. The sisters walk in on the pages flipping. They land on a page to go to the fuchsia. Prue thinks they should go to the fuchsia, but Phoebe thinks it's too dangerous. Prue orders that they go. They decide to go to February 12, 2009, two weeks before her premonition. The sisters cast a spell much easier than a DeLorean. Oh, see? Ta-da! And they did this, like, really cool time-lapse-y thing on the manor. I really like that. Yeah, it's like, ooh, sun and moon and, yeah. And we have a spell here, Kevin, to move ahead in time. Yeah! This is, like, one of my favorite spells ever. (laughs) Do you want to do it off the top of your head? I'm sure you can. Okay, okay, here we go, okay. Hear these words, hear the rhyme. Uh, we sent to you this burning sign. Then our future self will find in another place in time. You did it! I, I knew it. I knew, Yay! I know my girl. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I love that they share the spells. Like, Prue does two lines, Pepper does two lines, Phoebe does two lines, and then Prue finishes it off because she's the leader. <laughs> Yay. That is cute. <laughs> Although I, it would probably been better if all three of them said that it last two lines together, but whatever. Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, and then they go. It's like, <laughs> all the vanquishing think of the wear and tear. All the vanquishing think of the wear and tear. <laughs> <laughs> I just had deja vu. <laughs> oh, deja vu all over again. Ah, Season 1, episode 22. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Back in the future, the back in the future manner. <laughs> the sisters' time burger. 
<laughs> Piper wakes up to her daughter waking her. Mommy, mommy, mommy. Um, I think you have the wrong house. Certainly the wrong mommy. She sees her wedding ring. <laughs> A news reporter, Phoebe, being executed comes on. Miss Lady comes in to take Piper's daughter to the ex-husband. Miss Lady is surprised Piper and her ex are getting along. Piper's daughter promises not to use magic and leaves. <gasps> oh. It's interesting that... Because now that I've seen most of the series, like this is one of two futures I could think of where Piper and Leo don't work out. Yes. Yes. It's almost like um, Doctor Strange saw 400 different variants of Piper and Leo and only one of them works. <laughs> right? Exactly. So it seems like everybody's, the whole universe is against them, it seems like, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when we're all here, just like, no, we want you, we love you. <laughs> and this, um, but yeah, so daughter, Melinda. Yeah, this is our first this, tease. There was a daughter. Uh-huh. This is why, when Wyatt is actually born, they're like, Whoa, I was expecting a girl. What? What? <laughs> I laughed so hard at Real World 18 on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> and are they like way past that though? Are they like, I don't know, way more than that? Yeah, they they made that show like crazy. But I just, it's funny how in two th- in. 1999 they thought real world would still be like as big as it was 10 years later and that we'd already be on the moon (laughs) yeah (laughs) but it is ironic because i am currently watching real world new orleans like the reunion so it's still a thing people are watching (laughs) see (laughs) i just love danny on that season of danny (laughs) Oh, Jenny, boy, the pipes, the pipes are cold. I'm doing like a, we're doing a Moira Rose over here. <laughs> All right, five? Five. A limo pulls up. It's blonde Prue. She now owns Bucklands. Piper and Prue enter the manor. They realize that if they're in the future bodies, then Phoebe is too. They also find that they came to the fuchsia only eight hours before the execution, not two weeks. Future Phoebe used her magic on a mortal, and now she's going to be executed for it. What? This is some X-Men shit, Kevin. Oh my gosh, I was thinking about you this whole time. I'm like, this is like the most X-Men episode I've ever seen. I'm like, well, thinking back to it. I mean, we got underground people, I mean, warlocks, we got like... You know, like people, like, like the government, like after the mutants, after the witches. Yeah, Sorry, I'm outside. It's loud. Yeah. It's okay. Right here's the noises. I'll work around um, it. But yeah. Blonde crew. Do we like it? <laughs> people always hate it, but I, I do kind of like it just because I, I think it's so stark different. And I enjoy seeing the difference. I wouldn't say it's a necessarily good look, but I do enjoy you know yeah it's not my favorite for her but i don't hate it either it's just she has like because i have a cousin who did the same thing she went blonde but her skin complexion is so pale it just looked like she was all one color (laughs) but yeah and what's what i like about it too is because in the comics crew is blonde and i always thought like see it's like the future coming to life in the comics they're getting into 2009 so that's how i was like oh that's what so i was like i really love that i could like like tied it together that way <laughs> i like that i can't wait to get to the comics with you i think that's gonna be fun it's gonna be so exciting <laughs> oh wait we haven't announced that yet but now our patreons know <laughs> yes our patreons know that once we're done with this show john's gonna jump over towards the witches as we cover the comics and we'll be like doing all those issues together yay Woo! And then, uh, yeah, I'm starting to uh, put an end date on Once Upon a Cult. So this one and that one will be going away probably this year, both of them. And then I'll just focus on my other two. Yeah. 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 But you know what I'm planning? I think I have a plan. Because while this is, like, done, or hiatus, or whatever we're doing with it, I'm going to be posting, like, the video clips of all our past episodes. So 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 I'm going to keep promoting it even while we're done. I love that. Audio clips, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so people can still, like, find us and check us out. Yay! <laughs> yeah. 
All right. I don't know where we are. Six? Six. Okay. Prue and Piper head to the attic. The book is gone. Prue gets upset. The book is gone and blows up the attic. <laughs> but with telekinesis, she doesn't blow it up like Piper blow it up. She's like, oh, hey, uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and like, I, it's almost like fire almost comes out of her arm and blows up the attic. Do you know how they did that effect, actually? How? They, like, tied part of the set to a truck and drove off. Wow. Yeah, that's, so that's cool. cool. And I learned on your episode of Words of the Witches, the attic is on floor one, which was like, <laughs> so they can do that. Right. <laughs> right. Everything on a set is all on one floor. There's no like ups and downs. Yeah, so. I had never <laughs> known that before. So, like, See? we were watching an episode recently where they were walking down the stairs. I was like, those stairs are alive. <laughs> the stairs are alive. <laughs> it's all alive. It's all alive. And, like, because in the, um, the bonus episode, he sent me pictures of the set. And you can see, he described it in there, but you can see out the front door of the manor is the attic set. Wow. <laughs> so it's, like, it's like right across the way. Like, that's so funny. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, Prue's mad. So they find a key to the safe at Buckland's underneath. I always funny how like she blew up the entire attic, but the book stand stayed intact. That mm-hmm. made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> and it's uh, a key. They figure the book, it's a key to the safe at Buckland's, and they figure the book is that. They decide to get the book, then help Phoebe. <laughs> I love that when she does blow up the window, like it's the real house that should be there, but it's the real house that is there. <laughs> I know, isn't that great? They attention to detail because you see the house across the street, which is actually the house across the street in the on the actual street. Yeah, yeah very good. It's so cool. <laughs> Savon at Hobart, Phoebe is in her cell trying to get someone's attention. She begs for food and gets a tray full of goo. <laughs> a tray full of goo. Yeah, exactly. Those are, that's the terminology she uses. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> I love so much when Phoebe was like, don't I get a phone call? And somebody yells, shut up, witch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is very funny. <laughs> Poor Phoebe. Poor Phoebe. <clears throat> yeah, because they talk about how in the past, they got to look at themselves, where in the future, it's different. So, an interesting rule, you know? Mm-hmm. Prue and Piper arrive at Buckland's. Piper sees a man spilling coffee and freezes the earth. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, Piper, you froze everything! <laughs> so, And what's cool about this, too, is because there's like a reverb on her power sound so it's like magnified so you can they have these little nuances that you can tell how powerful they are uh leo comes in all pissy with pepper for using magic in public it's like what the hell is the matter with you it's like you're gonna you want to expose us and make put our daughter in danger rude um oh he gets mad that pepper doesn't care about their daughter melinda A woman walks out from the building and sees everyone frozen. This is, I talk about this all the time. And all my words of witches. Witch! <laughs> witch! Get the witch! <laughs> but as she's shouting, everyone unfreezes, then everyone forgets about her. Like, oh, just drown her out with the hubbub of the, of the earth. <laughs> um... She has apparently been cursed with the voice of a tea kettle. That you- <laughs> 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 uh, everything unfreezes. Leo gets them out of there before the witch hunters come. Like, witch hunters? Witch oh. hunters? You know who's a witch hunter in the show? Season four? Bruce Campbell. Oh, that's right. He was. Det- or Agent Smith? <laughs> Jackson. I once knew a man with a wooden leg named Smith. Um... <laughs> Oh my God, what's his name? It's uh, oh, Jackman. 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 Okay, I was close. Jackman. I'm like, I'm like, I need. I better not call myself the expert. I know this. What the fuck? So, <laughs> good thing. Good thing I redeemed it. I'm like, okay. Okay. Oh, good, good, good. <laughs> um, Agent Jackman with his and 
Okay. I do remember now that you say that we referenced Hugh Jackman a lot when he was on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, me and Rob, because it was season four. Right, right. I do have to say, Brian Krause seems like he's such, like, a sweetheart that when he's being mad at Piper, I'm like, I don't buy you, Leo. I don't buy you. You're too cute. You're too nice. <laughs> You're trying too hard to be mean. <laughs> I know. He's so cute. Back in her cell, Phoebe hears the door open. It's Nathaniel Pratt, executioner. He's excited to see her dead. Phoebe says her crime wasn't that big, was it? Nathaniel tells her, like, bitch, you killed someone. That's pretty bad. He tells her she's had, or she has five hours to live. Nathaniel tells Phoebe her death is only the beginning. Yeah, she's like, it's like, my crime wasn't really that bad, was it? He's like, you killed a man. He's like, I killed someone? It's like, you can't plead insanity, which I know. Because oh, it's, oh, it's a drama, the feels. Yeah, and, like, we already okay. made the parallel, but it's very, like, Days of Future Past with, like, the Sentinels enslaving and killing the mutants. So very similar. Yeah. See? And I don't know if people reading this were X-Men fans or not. It's hard to say, but... <laughs> <laughs> they will be after okay. we talk about it. They will be, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Scene 10. Leo leads Piper and Prue through the city. Prue tries to tell Leo they're from the past. Leo still isn't believing them. Piper grabs Leo and kisses him. Her kiss is so passionate that he'd be confused. He's like, you haven't kissed me like that since... This morning, 1999. <laughs> it's like, listen to your feelings. <laughs> Piper reminds him of the morning of the spell and he believes it. He explains that they're in an underground for witches, for those who have been accused of witches, or, or those who have been accused of witches. Leo explains that six months ago, Phoebe killed Cal Green. She killed him because he killed her friend. Her friend. Uh, I know. I remember when you covered this, you talked about which friend it was. You probably find out now, but it's in the comics. We'll get to it. <laughs> <laughs> he got out on a technicality, and Phoebe took the law into her own hands. Leo gets a jingle and decides to go to Phoebe, while the sisters get the book. Book. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Back at Buckland's, Prue is inundated with her employees as she tries to enter the building. Anne, Prue's personal assistant, bitches about. Anne loves how terrible Prue is in the fuchsia. Prue kicks out <laughs> Anne and opens the safe. They take out the book but can't find the spell to go home. They stuck! <laughs> yeah, Piper comes in, she's like, uh, excuse me, who are you? And Prue's like, she's Piper, my sister... Oh, right. I almost forgot you had another one other uh, other than a... Uh, <laughs> yeah, it makes me wonder, like, how awful is she that she doesn't even mention know, her sister? I know, the future? <laughs> right. And then, like, it's like, where's my husband? She's like, ah, oh, very funny. Like, you'd have the time. I'm <laughs> Anne, Prue's personal assistant. <laughs> and a bitch. <laughs> oh, I, was, I thought the tell with the little people was especially persuasive. Like... <laughs> Um, yeah, because Prue is uh, like a big like dictator boss apparently in this future. So that's nice. <laughs> I guess. She's like, oh my god, what happens to me? I don't want to be this person. How awful. <laughs> I know. <laughs> what do you think went wrong in Prue's life that made her this way? Oh, god. <laughs> I mean, let's see. She probably lost more people. I guess more people died. Um, she, she probably just got so into her work. She's probably just getting lots of good luck at work. And then it kind of took over her life. Uh, that's, oh, God, it's, it's hard to imagine what her future could have been like. <laughs> no, you make a good point. When you get that high up in a company, I feel like you don't want You kind of get drunk on the power. Or, yeah. And you get excited. And you have to kind of be a bitch at that point to keep everybody in line. I feel like if you don't, you get walked all over or taken advantage mm-hmm. of. Right. So, and it seems, because she was, she's always a strong woman to begin with. And then 
with her com- the company exploding and with her rising up so quickly, I guess it, it's easy something to fall into that trap. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, okay. Twelve. Mm-hmm. Back at prison, Leo orbs into Phoebe's cell. Leo tells Phoebe that there's no rescue. Phoebe laughs. It's like, if that is some kind of white lighter humor, let me be the first to tell you, you are not a very funny race of people. <laughs> <laughs> Leo explains that she has to go through, the, she has to go through with the execution. Phoebe isn't believing. She's like, what did I do? Premonition the man to death? My power is passive. <laughs> I love that. I, I, I told you, I can like recite this whole episode. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Leo takes out a newspaper clipping. She gets a premonition from it and sees herself murdering Cal Green with lightning floating powers. Leo orbs out. Yeah, I don't know what she did to him. (laughs) I do. I can explain it to you. Ooh. And it's really cool because it uses both of the powers she gets in the future after this. Because right now she only has premonition. But we know she gets levitation, which you see in this. We can shoot this off the thing. And she gets empathy. And what she is doing here is an advanced form of empathy. She is actually making Cal Green feel the emotions and the pain that he's caused on other people. And scrambling his brain with it. Wow, that's dark. Yes. I, I don't, I'm not sure what the, what the ter- actual term of the power is called. But um, it's like psychic something. It's like emotional something. Uh, I bet it'll say on the fandom when I look at it. Um, but yeah, that is, it's crazy. Did you know that's actually how, in the movie The Crow, that's how Eric Draven defeats the bad guy. He like takes all the pain caused to him and his girlfriend and getting murdered and he gives it all back to him. Oh, see? And I was like eight when I saw The Crow last, so I would have never got that. <laughs> I haven't watched it in a long time, but I used to be like obsessed. I had all the movies. I would read some of the books. I had, I have comics. Like I got really into the crow. <laughs> nice. And how many movies are there? There's a lot, right? Three. I know there's four? I think four now, but the fourth one is so bad. It's got, um, uh, David Boreanaz and Tara. Wow. What's her name? I always think Tara strong with the sun. Tara Reed. Oh, and the wow. crow is uh, that guy who's in things. He was in one of the Terminators. <laughs> oh, I looked. It's called Psychic Reflection. Oh, nice. <clears throat> so, an advanced form of empathy. Yeah. Back at the manor, Piper and Prue talk about how screwed they are. Prue notices that some of the pages have a corner turned down or a potion attached. Prue finds spells in a map of the prison. The sisters start to worry that they don't care about personal gain anymore. That's fact. They don't. <laughs> <laughs> they really did see a glimpse of their future there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Enter Leo. He explains Phoebe has to die and as an example to evil witches. Prue is getting angry, so Piper freezes the room. The sisters continue through the book. Yes. You're our guy. You're supposed to protect us, and you want us to just let her die? And and Phoebe, Leo brings up a good point. He's like, if she doesn't, the persecutions will continue, and then their daughter will be killed just because she has powers, despite whatever she does with them. It's oh, the struggle. Yeah, that's a hard one. It's such a heavy episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Piper freezes him, yeah, and she's like, she's like, if he knows what's good for him, he better stay frozen. <laughs> um, what's funny, though, is when they're looking through the book, you know, because they say they don't have their returned home spell. It's actually in the book when they're looking at through it at this point. You can see it. No, I didn't. That's funny. <laughs> so that's a continuity error. I'm like, it's right there. <laughs> I see it. I see you don't. Uh, back at prison. Phoebe watches Pratt on TV from her cell. She looks mad. Yeah, she's staring. She's like, because he's saying some, like, just like awful things. Tonight, the witch will burn. Now all you witches will learn. I have the power. Beware. <laughs> like, <laughs> And you know what's scary is I feel like that's not 
that doesn't feel that far from what could actually happen if like witches were proven real or like I guess they are real but if they were persecuted yeah. especially under I the mean, former president <laughs> yeah it's truly and just think of like the way the world is now how many people are so other still uh, and you know there's so many people that would love they just get so violent and they would love to just do things like this to people and it's it's crazy it's scary that people wish this yeah it really is it's sad Piper and Prue are in the car outside of a house. Prue urges Piper to act quick before Leo unfreezes, and they have less than an hour to save Phoebe. Piper goes to the door. She sees Melinda playing. Piper looks down at the spell she's holding to bind. Leo orbs in behind her. Piper tells him that it happened to her, so it's not so bad to happen to Melinda. Leo reveals that Piper wouldn't let him clip his wings for her. Their powers eventually got in the way, and they split. Leo says he won't help, but he won't try to stop them either. Piper returns to the car. Prue is sad she has no one in the future. So this is like, to me, this was a really cool detail as well that he never clipped his wings for her. Because I feel like, going back to the Doctor Strange analogy... Like, I feel like that's what makes our Leo different, is he actually went through with it and, like, sacrificed himself to be with her. Yes. And it's crazy because <clears throat> this one, they failed because he stayed a uh, white lighter. Whereas, like, in our season eight, he became mortal and it still failed. True. The universe is against them, no matter what happens. Yep. <laughs> but they're fighting for <clears throat> it. Ah. <clears throat> uh. You just want them. But I just, I cry so hard. <laughs> I sit there. Like, actually, this whole episode, I just, I even when things aren't necessarily sad, I feel like just an emotional tension throughout the entire episode. So I'm always just watching this, like, <laughs> like my face. And, so, and then when it gets to the she's like this, she's like, were we happy? Just for a little while, were we happy? I'm like, oh. I, I cry so hard. And then she's like watching Melinda playing with her little tea set. And she can't bind her powers because she know she knows what's good for her, but she's like she, magic is a gift and she's going through these emotions and oh it's I feel it. <laughs> <laughs> Back at prison, Piper and Prue are sneaking in to save Phoebe. They use a spell to create a door in the wall. Very Beetlejuice. Oh I I know the spell. When you find your path is blocked, all you have to do is knock. <laughs> and you have to draw this you have to draw a picture. Um, is it down there? Oh, look, there you go. Yep, you <laughs> <got it. laughs> um, inside the prison, they're stuck by a guard. Freeze, witch! <laughs> he, doesn't say, he doesn't say witch, but you know what I mean. <laughs> he tells them to freeze, so Piper freezes him. She's like, what a good idea. <laughs> he should. Yeah, right. Piper and Prue find Phoebe's cell, but it's empty! Oh no! <laughs> Elsewhere, Phoebe is being taken to her execution in chains. Pratt tells Phoebe he loves the smell of burnt witch in the morning. What the <laughs> fuck? That's <laughs> a reference to something. I don't remember what, but it's a reference to something. I think it's Apocalypse Now. I think in that one they say, I love the smell of napalm in the morning. Thank you. That's what I think exactly it was that. It yes. Yeah. He makes a man speech. The switch is about to be thrown when Piper and Prue enter. Phoebe begs them to let her burn for her crime. Prue is about to kill Pratt when Phoebe stops her. She tells them that she has to die to protect the innocent. Piper and Prue stand aside and watch as Phoebe burns. Kevin's already all checked up. I cry about it. and cry. I cry and cry. Yeah, she's like, <laughs> the a wrong thing done for the right reason is still the wrong thing. Yeah, I don't want to die, <laughs> but I don't want you to die because of me. <gasps> this is true at this point in time. This is a lot of growth for Phoebe because she was the one in season one who was so frivolous with her power. I mean, even, even from the start of this episode, because when they do the revenge on Pratt in the beginning... They don't realize it's that's Pratt that they do the dog poo thing with until the end. But she's the one, she's like, why not? Why don't we use this? She's the one that was egging them on. 
Pooh and Piper were, were reluctant. Mm-hmm. And then now she's the one that's come around and, and reminds them that I was wrong, you know? Such <laughs> growth of these characters. Yeah. Such amazing lessons learned. Our job is to protect the innocent, not punish the guilty. I know. I really like that line. That's really good. Yeah. Okay. 18. Back at the past manor, Piper and Prue appears burgers. <laughs> they call for Phoebe. She fine. Yeah, but they're like, Phoebe, Phoebe, where are you? <laughs> um, oh my gosh, that's just like what it, all, all hell breaks loose too. Oh. Huh? And she's like, here I come. I'm over here, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> they turn on the TV and the same news about Cal Green is on. They return to where they started. The sisters wonder why they were sent back. This, the neighbor and his dog are back. Pepper opens the window to freeze him and Phoebe tells them this is the lesson. They can't punish the guilty no matter how small the crime. They realize the dog walker is Nathaniel Pratt, even though I just told you. Pepper decides to keep an eye on Pratt since he does show up a lot in the show. <laughs> Um, yeah Prue wants to spend more time with the sisters and not become her future Uh, yeah because that's a good lesson for Prue also because she was kind of like hating on Phoebe a lot in season one so she's coming around (laughs) and she's like I need to you know learn to love the people and spend time with the people that are in my life that I love um, yeah, mm-hmm. and maybe open up to finding people, you know? Yeah, <laughs> not be alone. So, yeah, which I don't think you, being alone is necessarily a bad thing, but I guess, you know, it was a big deal for her. I think, like, in the way that she's alone, though, it's it sucks, because, like, nobody likes because, her. Because, yeah, like, right. It's yeah. not like you don't, even have, you don't even have real friends, and even your family that you're supposed to love, you never see so like she's like alone alone. It's not yeah. just a romantic thing. She has she has like nobody in her life. She's like the boss. She's like ruling like a temple on a mountain. Like I'm here. Who can I enjoy my time with? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so oh. Piper is hopeful for her and Leo being together. The doorbell rings. It's Leo! He apologizes for them being sent to the fuchsia, but he's glad they learned their lesson or else they wouldn't have been sent back. Piper and Leo gross kiss. <laughs> Is that the end? That's the end. Oh, was it worth the wait again? <laughs> it was. Yeah, going back and watching it again, like it does strengthen the episode, which I kind of figured if I rewatched the series, knowing where everything lands, that I would appreciate it more. Good. Oh. And Aww. so you can understand why, <clears throat> why this is, like, my favorite. <clears throat> yeah, I can definitely see that. Like, I think this is a big turning point for the sisters, and it does foreshadow a lot of what's to come. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and in the when we get to the comics, it's kind of cool that they did this because there's an issue called Morality Bites Back. Oh, where, no. Where, where some of the issues from this episode come up. That's cool. I like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it'll be exciting. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Double, uh, should I look to see if there's any fun notes? Yeah, give us some notes. Okay. <laughs> to induce slumber, that's what we got. No, okay. <laughs> That's one of the spells. We see a bunch of different spells in here, you know, to create money, to bend someone's will, all these weird personal game spells, which are interesting that they're actually in the book, too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. Notes. This episode's opening credits only feature the three main actresses. This is the only episode in the series to feature such a special opening. Whereas, you know, because other... Most other opening credits have other cast members in there, other regulars featured in the opening credits. This one only has the three girls and nothing else. Oh, I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Not even Leo? Was he even like... He was not a regular. He was not a regular yet. 
He didn't come become a regular till mid season two. He was still guest starring. Wow. I know. <laughs> um, this episode is a prime example of the domino effect. <laughs> As the sisters use their magic for petty vengeance, which in turn causes Phoebe's death. The To Move Ahead in Time entry has an alternate version of the spell in the Book of Shadows, which can be seen on screen. So yeah, in my book too, I have both versions of the spell. Of course you do. <laughs> it is revealed that the elders can, can send Phoebe a premonition. Stupid. I hate that so much, but sure. <laughs> oh, here we go. It is revealed on the Book of Shadows DVD set that features uh, crew. Okay. <laughs> the special features of the DVD. There you go. Uh, it says, Prue's advanced telekinesis was accomplished by hooking every heavy, heavy piece of furniture from the attic to a Chevy Suburban. So this is, this is where I heard it. I wonder where I knew, how I knew this. It was from the special features. A hole was made through the wall for the cable, and the Chevy Suburban was then driven, demolishing the furniture and a piece of the attic set. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. They're, like, really dedicated. Yeah. So I'm glad I was not wrong when I said that. <laughs> I know yeah. my stuffs. <laughs> in the original future, Prue has blonde hair. Ironically, Prue's new body in the comics has blonde hair. <laughs> oh, see, I'm, they're catching, body. They're catching hmm. all the things that I'm catching. This people yep. are writing this. <laughs> this is the first time the Trondwins learn the consequences of using magic for personal gain. They reiterate this lesson in Crimes and Wishmeaners when Phoebe loses her powers for fortune premonitions. <laughs> Aww, <laughs> uh, we covered that episode together. That's about it. I did have a thought, Kevin. Like, I wonder if the elders are just being more harsh, like, for little personal gains in the past because they were first getting their powers. And, like, it feels like when they start re disregarding it later, it's more for, like, I'm cleaning the house. <laughs> like, you know, like, stupid things. It's not really against anybody. This one was directly, like, against someone. Yes, this was, like, a payback. This was, like, you know, revenge. Um, mm -hmm. because yeah, this guy was doing a shitty thing, literally. <laughs> um, and it's like, what kind of person does that? Republicans. <laughs> like, <laughs> <You're right. laughs> they think they own the world and they have, they're, you know, entitled to whatever. It's like, no, no, you're not. Stop it. And so I get their anger and, but you have to realize that you, you can't stoop to their level and that's. Yeah, yeah, it's hard. I remember being very perturbed that the dog poops on the cement. I'm like, don't they usually poop on grass? I know, but like, there's not a lot of grass there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'm excited. So I already took this charmed quiz just so like we don't have to run through it twice. Okay. But I'll reveal who I am at the end. Okay. And then we'll go through all the questions for you. Okay. Cool. All right. It's very pretty. There's lots of pictures, but I'll just describe it to you as best I can. <laughs> I love that. Okay, cool. All right. Question one. Choose an element. Earth, fire, water, or air? Water. I technically fire I and... Why. I was like, water, fire. Yeah, because I'm, I'm technically both I because I fire water, but um, I think I'm most... I love, like, hot water. That's what I would say. Hot, like a hot, like a fiery water. Uh -huh. But water is, I think, because I am in the western part of the world and my western sign is a water sign and that's why i usually go with water first okay i chose water also <laughs> but just because i like water yeah <laughs> i didn't have a deeper meaning like you <laughs> water water everywhere we're gonna get wet come take a ride on a river <laughs> that was some of the old kid songs when they go to six flags of great america <laughs> oh wow <laughs> All right, choose a power, immortality, invincibility, teleportation, telepathy, healing, or shape-shifting. Oh, oh. Probably, I mean, there's so many. I think I'd probably get the most use out of teleportation just because I travel so much and I want to be everywhere all the time. 
<laughs> That's the one I chose. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Choose a career. Photographer, bartender, business owner, teacher, activist, or engineer. Oh, my. Oh, my. I, I know. I didn't really want to be any of these, but I chose the one closest to something I'd want to be. Yeah. Either be a photographer or a teacher. And actually, I actually was a photographer for a little bit. I worked at the zoo as a souvenir photographer, taking pictures in front of families, in front of green screens, and adding animals in the background. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> so I did that. I was a supervisor there, actually. But I still don't really know much about cameras. I just knew what they taught me for that job. Uh, and then I wanted to get into teaching. I wanted to be a theater teacher. But then I started working with kids. I'm like, oh, God, I don't know if I can do this. <laughs> I guess photographer. So we're three for three right now, Kevin. (laughs) Oh my, how funny. Oh my. Choose a spell to travel through time, to find love, to find a muse, to vanquish fears, to speak to ancestors, or to reveal the truth. Oh my goodness, there's so many interesting choices for that one. <laughs> Say them one more time. <laughs> sure. To travel through time, find love, find a muse, vanquish fears, speak to ancestors, reveal the truth. Okay, I'm I'm thinking between three of them. Okay. I'm thinking between travel through time, just because I love the past and I would love to just see it again. But then again, if I travel through time, that that's dangerous. It's dangerous. So I'm gonna nix that one. Uh, um, so either so now I'm thinking between between the fear one and the truth one no I'm going to go with the truth one because I think if more people had their truth revealed I think we can like get through things better and all the lying and all the politics that are happening you know yeah I'm going to do the truth one I like that yeah I was greedy. I said to travel through time. (laughs) (laughs) Because, yeah, I I mean, that's the most fun one and the most interesting one. But I know the danger. Anything time traveling media has taught me, it's dangerous. (laughs) That's true. And if you go too far back, yeah, then you have to worry about, like, dressing a certain way and not changing anything. So you're right. Maybe I chose wrong. (laughs) Yeah. And then because, you know, the fact that you go to the time travel, it changes the time just by going there. And so it's yeah. a whole chain reaction of messes. So that's true. <laughs> Unless you could be like Christmas, Christmas Carol it, and just be a ghost in the those time periods. Maybe if there's a spell to do that, where you're just like an observer instead, and not actually affecting the time, that might be a fun way to go about it instead. Yeah, that would be cool. I think that. So just watch. Yeah, your spell, your spell will just Christmas Carol it. There you go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Choose a demon to vanquish. A dark lighter. A warlock, furies, banshee, a seer, or grimlocks. <laughs> I think a grimlock, vanquishing a grimlock would probably be the most satisfying to me. It's because I get to have the benefit of like mixing a potion, cackling, making it green, throwing it at them, watching them burn. Like it'd be a whole process. So I'm gonna do it with grimlock. Okay. I said dark lighter because I see them as like the big evil and like you're helping save white lighters. So yeah. Okay. (laughs) All right. Choose a magical creature, a mermaid, a wood nymph, a cupid, a valkyrie, a genie, or an elf. (laughs) I had a helicopter fall on me. Um, (laughs) I'm going to go with elf. Because oh. I love me some Elf Nanny, and, and I'm not a fan the of the woodens. <laughs> oh, she's the picture. Oh, cute. Choose a witch. Samantha from Bewitched, Bellatrix Lestrange, Winifred Sanderson, the Wicked Witch of the West, Maleficent, or I don't know this last one. She's blonde. <laughs> uh, that's Sabrina. 
Is it? This must this must have joined her. It is Sabrina. Okay. She looked different <laughs> for some reason. And look at that. I made it out just on my little screen of you showing yeah. me and I knew who it was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with Wicked Witch of the West. Wow, I went with Rena Winifred. <laughs> I fig- I figured. I thought about her too. But <laughs> Oh no girl, we got the same sister. <laughs> who is it? Who do you think we got? Oh God, I didn't. I didn't see. I wasn't even thinking about the answers. Oh, knowing you is probably truthfully. Yeah, um, knowing you is probably Paige, but I would. I always consider myself more of a Piper character, so probably one of those two. Yeah, our character is Paige. You're a free okay. spirit and extremely passionate. You don't always know what you want, but you're very open to trying new things. You're independent, outspoken, and go whichever way the wind blows. Blows. Any way the wind blows. Any (laughs) way the wind blows. Okay. (laughs) Well, I was excited to be Paige. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's great. I had had a feeling. (laughs) Cool. This This was fun doing this. I always like going back and looking at old episodes with you. I know it's I and I was gonna go back and listen to your episode, but I forgot. So now I'm gonna have to go and do it and see what we talk about if you say anything. I was gonna do the same thing because I was at the lab again for like. Well, I was supposed to be there from like seven, but I got there at ten because I locked myself out of the house and I was trying to find ways to wake up Alan. I had to wait outside until he woke up. Oh no! (laughs) I like. Um, I had his keys. That was the problem. I grabbed the wrong keys. So I like set off his car alarm, <laughs> hoping he would hear it. Um, I tried talking to Alexa <laughs> through the door to set an alarm, but nothing was working. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> so I was super late getting to the lab, but I was the only one there. So it wasn't a big deal. But um, I was so tired, though. I was going to listen to it, but I fell asleep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, but we have a new episode of... Words of the Witches on Friday, and that's exciting. It's, it's very short. It's only about an hour long, but it's okay. turned out really good. All right, Patreons. Hopefully you enjoyed listening to this as much as we enjoyed recording it for you, and thank you so much for being Patreons. We really appreciate you believing in our vision and following us, and we're excited to bring you more. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, see you next Tuesday. Oh, it's next Tuesday happening. Ooh!